Hi everyone, welcome to 21st Century Saints. I'm doing a little uh, impromptu broadcast tonight. Instead of tonight's planned episodes, I just wanted to chat with you all just now. Um, I have some things that I wanted to talk with our audience about. I had initially planned that tonight's episode, um, we'd be talking about some stuff along with the Brit Avengers and, uh, well, things have been a little bit crazy over these past few days and uh, I've decided to give them all a night off. Now, we will be back on Sunday night this week, uh, this Sunday, Safeguarding Sunday, and we have an episode planned that we are really excited to share with you. So we'll be back with the gang for that. But for now, I hope you'll indulge me by uh, joining me for, for a chat. There are some things that I, uh, I just wanted to I just wanted to say out loud. Um, first of all, your support has been incredible. When I started uh, doing this podcast work, it was with a view to addressing and ministering to some of the needs in my ward specifically, with my friends specifically. And if other people were interested in listening, well, that, that would be that would be a, a lovely thing. Um but things have changed a lot. All my friends have gone. And I no longer get to worship with my faith community in the way that I used to years ago now. The way that most people would expect to worship with a faith community. And that's kind of a little bit of what I want to talk about tonight. See, I always made it super clear that... Um, I've had a lot of privilege in this space. I have never had to suffer the complete devastating effects of what real faith crisis can look like. Um, I've experienced faith expansion, faith development, a complete 180 in many regards, but there have always been things that while maybe I've, it's been painful um, and it's been really soul searching, I've experience the dark nights of the soul you know several times now I really like this space of nuance it has served me very very well and I believe it served my family and well hopefully it's been a value to this community it's allowed me to have conversations that are tough except things always change I knew that I wouldn't be afforded the privilege of staying in that space forever because that's what happens. I'm going to be yanked at some point out of my comfort zone and, well, I feel like that time's kind of arrived and I wanted to talk to you all a little bit about what that looks like for me. So I wouldn't change a thing about this space. I have met the most incredible people while I've been podcasting, people who have become, well, some of my very best friends. <laughs> and Alexa's letting me know that I have a, I have a caller. So awesome. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to let you know a little bit about what this looks like for me. I can't worship with my faith community. It sucks. Um, when I go, 
uh, painful. Um, in fact, last time I attended, I was welcomed as a visitor, which kind of cemented how I feel like I'm viewed. The wild people are lovely and very, very nice. I'm being ignored by contact leaders with really important questions. Um, if I'm there in person, yeah, absolutely, someone will sit and have a chat with me. But if I have concerns, no one gets back. No one responds to what they are. My kid wants to be baptised. Apparently, they like the view of the Mormon community that has been presented to them in this space. They like this. They like the sense of community. They like a sense of structure. So, although lots of conversations needed to ha happen around that, I had asked for them to be formally taught. It's not the first time I've asked. My kid's been with us now uh, permanently for several years. My kid is trans. My kid who knows exactly what they would be getting into, but of course will require a lot of support. But we can't really have those discussions about what it might look like until my kid has been formally taught. And no one seems to want to teach them. We've had initial meetings with missionaries uh, where things seem great, but there has never been a follow-up, ever. There has never been a discussion, only introductions over two years. So I don't know whether this is because my kid is trans, because my because we don't get to attend church physically a lot, um, or if it's because of maybe some of the work I've been doing. I don't know. But what I do know is that when I've asked for some help with that, to help me understand what's happening, well, my bishop says nothing's happening. The missionaries would never be taught not to teach someone. But it's very, very weird, right, for missionaries when someone says, I want to be baptised, not to, not to follow up at all. So we, I want to stress, I've always made it clear in those initial conversations with missionaries that they are going to have to do some figuring out. So here is the, you know, here's the situation with my child. Here is the situation with me. Some people may be uncomfortable about this. And um, what they should feel free to do and what they really must do is to go and have a chat with any leaders to find out if there would be any barriers to us um, having these conversations, these, these lessons in our home. No one's ever got back to us. By the time it got to this weekend, I want you to keep in mind all of the things that are happening with my friends leaving, with the fact that during COVID, suddenly the world had a need and we could be part of life again because it was all happening digitally. I could, I could engage. This ministry will never be seen as good enough. This will never, ever be seen as helping me to be part of my work community. Um, so I feel strongly about this is what helped keep me engaged. But engagement with worship doesn't get to happen. I guess I'm being ghosted. Much the same as uh, one of my best friends, Nemo, who is struggling with the effects of that himself. 
it's easiest for our leaders to say nothing or worse to ignore someone reaching out with genuine concerns this is no stunt this is a kid who wants to learn i don't know what to do with that when you tell a kid who wants to be taught by the missionaries that they don't want to teach them what do you tell them about a church that we're trying to show this is what it could look like it's got its problems but you know here here is the very best that the church has to offer what do you do if you tell them that actually that mainstream church isn't interested i would love to think that someone's going to watch this and think oh hang on there's a problem maybe maybe we've been sent missionaries over a period of many years who don't really feel it themselves and don't really want to have people convert to the church because they may have their own concerns i don't know i don't know what's happening i don't know if it's a mission president i don't know if it's a combination of you know chats between leaders you're probably saying something along the lines of if this family isn't physically able to attend church on a Sunday morning, then, you know, we don't really need to, we don't need to do anything. We don't need to worry about that too much. Maybe. Stonewalling is abusive and it's heartbreaking and it's, there's no other way to describe it than being rejected by leaders. I do feel a lot of love from members. I've got ministering brothers who come to visit me and they're incredible. I always feel welcome whenever I attend church. But when it really comes to the substance of being a member of the church, I don't feel like I am one. I don't feel like I'm wanted. I've had this conversation with my bishop and with my Relief Society president and when I talk to them about how this feels, I ended up a complete wreck. I was in tears because I <laughs> I was pretty much told that that's not what's happening at all. Uh, the Blue Society president has sent out some little laminated print-out cards once. <sighs> that's, I guess, what I'm, what I'm to expect from the church community. And you know what? That is her doing her, her best. Just Let's just clarify here because what I'm talking about here isn't just one person not doing a job or, or one member of a community not reaching out or that it's the wrong people who are reaching out. I'm talking about I have some things going on or I need to progress spiritually or I need to talk to you about safeguarding or I need to ask just a simple question or will you teach my kids? That's the stuff that doesn't happen. There is no connection for me with the word. So, along with all of the other things that we've had to process in our family, along with just living in this really traumatic space, that leaves me not feeling great about sitting in that nuanced space anymore because this this isn't healthy so this past weekend i made the decision that i'm ready to move on i'm ready to look forward 
Now that for me, I want to be very clear about what that looks like. I am still a Mormon. I'm a member of the church. I don't intend to resign membership. But what I don't want to do is look back. I don't want to be constantly looking, thinking, if only I could be part of this world, if only I could uh, do this, if if only I could push harder. Um, I'm not thinking about what the past has looked like because I'm probably still going to show up from time to time. In fact, I'm confident I will. I want to check in. This is my this is my space. You're all my people. But what it does mean is I'm going to be looking forward, which means uh, maybe more engagement, probably more engagement with other faith communities. Maybe thinking a little bit less about how I need to filter things in order to make sure that people don't feel really. So I am distancing myself from that space. Doesn't really have a name. Some people might say they've stepped away from Mormonism, I guess, if that works. But I don't know that I really have. Because what does this look like? Maybe this is just new uncharted territory. That is something that I kind of like. Because this means that I can still do what brings me joy. I'm engage in the way that I need to engage. It means talking about the fact that the church in Scotland is refusing to provide teaching about uh, the eternal salvation, the ordinances. If you believe your own stuff, you're withholding salvation from a child who has been extremely traumatised and rejected through their life. This was a place they could have called home. I will not have any of my family being rejected like that. I could handle it, but watching my kids experience it, that's where I draw a line. So no, no more of the unhealthy engagement and uh, looking forward to positive things. I hope that makes sense. I don't know that it does. I'm still unpacking what it looks like myself, but things have very much changed for me. And um, as you all can, if you've checked out Nemo's work recently, you'll see that he's taking a slightly different tack too. He arrived in exactly the same space and he's engaging with Mormonism in his own terms too. And it's going to look different for him. But that seems to be how the church is dealing with people who are trying to minister in this space in this way and I don't really know what to do with that I know that this space is worth it whether you decide to stay or whether you decide to leave these are the conversations I think are important to have and if you need to stay 
then you're going to need help and you're going to need support because it is tough out there. In the UK right now, we are experiencing the worst crisis that we have ever experienced with membership leaving the church. And those who are staying are staying because they really, really want to be there. They are hanging on by their fingernails. Those are the people that I'm engaged for. This is who I do this work for. Those people who have been hurt by the church, who have been hurt in the church, and who are trying to make it work. And those people who have decided this does not work and this is not healthy. This is why we're having these conversations. I really appreciate the fact that in working with the Brit vendors, if a day comes when I do decide to formally leave the church, then I like to think that we will have left it in a much better place than when we found it because we've ensured that people are speaking about these tough issues. But we cannot do this at any cost. So here is where I stand. Um, I don't know that it will realistically change much other than relieve a huge psychological burden from my shoulders, but I do feel that burden has been, has been lifted. And figuring out what life is going to look like next is something that I'm super excited about. So... The rest of this podcast, the rest of my life uh, journey spiritually at this moment is going to look like that. What does forward look like? And if we need to have conversations about the toxic stuff that happens back there, it will be coming from that space and not one where I'm carrying the pain of trying to reconcile everything. So I hope that makes sense. I appreciate everything that you guys have been doing to support not just the podcast, but me personally. I appreciate those of you who reach out. All of our donors, you know that we're putting our, your money to really, really good use. And we have lots of things coming up over the next few months that we are really excited about. Thank you so much to all of those of you who have reached out to talk about your experiences of abuse when that's happened in a church context. Your work is allowing us to learn a great deal and we would encourage you if you feel that sharing your story is something that you are considering doing, then we would be one if you would reach out. Now, you can get in touch with us through our website. And uh, if you want to make a donation, you can do that there also. We also have a new merch store. And this Sunday, we're going to be talking about how the UK doesn't really seem to know how to implement these training measures just yet and we've not had a whole lot of guidance on it so we're going to talk about how leaders can get started. We're going to be hosting our own little Avengers Ward Council. I hope you can join us for that live this Sunday night and we'll be straight after Nemo and the Mormons live show. So do stay tuned for that. Thank you so much. If you need to reach out for anything at all we would love to hear from you. Thanks so much everyone and I bless your journeys.